Yo, check us out. Chuck D, public enemy. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DLC, the Diggy Diggy motherfucking God. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Z-Man. What up, dog? This is Esha. This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. It's your boy, DJ Paul, KOL for 36 Young Busy Bone. Vice One. This your man, Matt Mine, the Hell Razor. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross, and you listen to me on the Murder Master Music Show. Brother, 
How are you? All praise due to the Fahrenheit Schlein. It is the Schleins that brings us here together. All praise due to the Fahrenheit Schlein. It is the Schlein that brings us You know my favorite part of that intro is that we're doing the same thing. That's an honor for coming from you. The title preservationalist. How you doing, Scotty B, man? Man, I'm. I'm. I'll tell you what. I'm. I'm hanging in there, brother. 2020 has been a wild ride for all of us. I hope you and yours have been good. I know you've been very busy. Um, you know, and, you, and you've had some some success. And I want to congratulate you on that because uh, this this book, this vision of yours, has, has become much bigger. And uh, I yeah. think it's going to keep going places. Um, the documentary, the history of, of Sacramento rap. Uh, what's the latest? Uh, you know, what I'm saying the developments of this uh, phenomenal project. The book was so much of buzz. We had no choice but to make the documentary. So the storyline was there. The skeleton was built. We just, well, I just decided to go deeper into each segment. So, the history of Sacramento rap documentary is about just the first 25% of the book, the very beginning, but it's in depth. And like you were saying, you know, I've been doing this for a while, but I can understand the energy of telling other people's story who story needs to be told you know it's brought me a new energy so I understand you know and I appreciate the importance of what you do and what we're trying to do and I just made it visual and it's it's phenomenal um because uh you know you got people like Ice-T speaking in it um of course Sibo uh and then you go back, you got Triple Threat. Um, yeah. You know, I, I love the fact that, you know, because, uh, I mean, when they started talking about, you know, who put Shaq on the map, there was a compilation. And um, you're one of the guys that goes right back to the early 90s with it. So in, in that essence of that part of, you know, the Brother Lynch Hongs, the Sebos, uh the X-Rateds, um, you were right there, you know. Um, yeah. You 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 go back further, you know. How far back do you go for our listeners? Well, when I was coming up in the game, the game had already been burved off here in Sac, and that's what the importance of this story was. When I got on it, everybody was like, "Ooh, I want to hear about." You know, what you think they'd hear, the Lynch and X-Rated and the Sebo. We got there. But there was so much of going on before that. Like when I was a kid, before I was, well, I had to learn all that. I had to reconnect with the people who were doing it. Like there was a show called Sacktown Raps. And we used to rush to the TV every Sunday for that show. 
and DC Ray was host. This is before, you know, people knew about the sack count, though. It was important for me to, I found Jackie, the producer of the show, you know, I had to connect with Seth, like you said, Sebo, and Ice-T. Uh, he was like the first legitimate artist that came and just legitimized what we was doing. You know, first mainstream, you know, so he had a part in that. We was lucky to get him a part of this. And there was uh, Curtis Blow, Joy Taylor, all kind of people hopped in on this. The Fahrenheit yeah. family. You know, it was it's just one like you were saying, once you started feet. going. Yeah, you know, I um, actually, in order to to explain Sacramento rap, I had to explain and define rap. Yeah, you know. So and that's I guy, that's that one of the go-to guys of rap. Yeah, not to cut you off, but I mean yeah. that's that's huge to have him. And, but I, I also want to take time out to say this though: he recently just had a heart transplant. Um, yeah. So let's uh, make sure he has a, a recovery and, and does well with that. We don't need to lose any more of our, our pioneers. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, that's you were so thorough with this, man. That's that's the impressive thing with this. Um, you really did your homework and, and you knew your history. How important was that going into a project like this? Because I imagine when you first started, you had to be looking at it like. Wow, there's a mountain of, of stuff I got to go through. Yeah, and I would say from the book, I knew about 30% going in. Okay, a good 30%. Now that I've, you know, finished it. But the documentary, like I did not, I've known Lynch for what, 25 years? And I did not know that he was about to be signed with Geffen with Guns N' Roses. That was a shocker. So, it was, so I would yeah. say of the documentary, I and I knew about eight percent. The rest I learned. You know, it was just wow. a learning process. So it was fun, and I, you know, it's like we create art for ourselves and share it with the world. It was, this was something I wanted to know too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, documenting. Um, the history of really one of the, one of the most influential cities in California, um, and you really break down how important of a city it is to the the growth of the music of, of the West Coast, because uh, yeah. you know a lot of times a lot of times you know uh, Los Angeles and um, you know Oakland the Bay they get all the shine, Sacramento's kind of yeah. tucked away on the side. You know, so this was important. This was very important. Um, man, what, what kind of, of artists, reception have you been getting? It's been great, man. It's been great. It's been great. It's it's been inspiring, and people are fascinated. But me, as a fan of this, you know, I understand their fascination. So it's just about keeping it going. You know, the uh, the whole thing with DC Ray and the Triple Threat Three. You know, and then Dr. Dre coming in the studio, and the whole thing with Lynch, and before he was Brother Lynch, he was Kevin Ice Cole, high school battle rapper. 
See, this was, you know, I came around, I came along right after that. So it was a fun process learning about what who I had heard about. Like SIBO, I had heard about SIBO from so many places before I even heard his voice. It was just his name. So cowboy. That inspired me. That's why I put that in the movie that to be somebody first just be somebody. Be you be somebody. You know? So it was really Lynch, fun making the documentary. I had Lynch, to learn though? a lot about editing. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, when did you meet Lynch initially? My first time meeting Lynch, I was tutoring. I was a tutor in the heart of the 29th Street Guard Block Clip Gang. Sick. I was a tutor. I was like a mentor when I was in this, like 19. Um. I was working in 29th Street, and some of my students came up to me and said, Brother Lynch and them are recording up, recording over here a video for Mr. Dr. Swelton, and they at the Pizza Hut right now. So I was like, I had a decision to make. I could either stay at work, or I could go chase Lynch and go finally meet him. So needless to say, I hopped in the ride, went to the Pizza Hut, Walked up to Lynch. My brother Lynch, my name was First to Get a Diggy. And he was like, I know who you are, man. Like, what's up? And I was like, yeah. Why? Well, he said, what's up? And then he realized it through Funk Beta. And Dalvin knew I was. And then I went up to Mr. Doctor. And he was real cocky. I love Mr. Doctor. He was just as cocky as you think he would be. So that was my first time. And then the next time, Funk Beta just said, let's go. And I just ended up over on Winding. Brother Lynch and the Sick Maid crew one day. And back then, and this is, you know, this is part of the the focus of the documentary, is back then folks was working together. And that's why the buzz was so much of a factor across the world. Like you said, this region in Northern California, it was very, uh, uh, a very important part of the underground movement. We were the first ones who was just going independent. Okay? And then L.A. and them started catching on, and then the whoopty whams and the nifty knots. But it was all about what was going on in Northern Cali. Priority came up here. Swooped up Lynch and Master P. Master P was up here, you know. Yeah, Richmond. That's his history. Yep. Yeah. Um, but Lynch. Uh, now you said in the documentary uh, while making it, you learned that he he was going to sign with Geffen, Guns and Roses. Um, what was that like finding out that? Wow, man. Through my research, years of research, I finally tracked down DJ Daryl Dennis, and he was like the first major DJ of Sacramento. This was like during the Run DMC era and all that. And he was like the first factor. He would put together demos for all the up-and-coming artists. Okay, this was like the late 80s. So he did like the funky socialistic 
uh, for other people, but he did Kevin Ice Cold. He did Six before he was Six, called Street Talk, and he sent it off. He actually sent it. The guy who was president of Geffen was president of another label. He sent it off to them. The guy loved it so much. He said, I'm going to hold on to this, go to a new label so I have full control. But then he went to Geffen, said, I got this Kevin Ice Cole. And, and ended up, I got Guns N' Roses, this new group called Guns N' Roses. And matter of fact, he had one more group, the dude from Cypress Hill, DJ Muggs, was in another group. And Kevin Ice Cold didn't want to do happy rap. He had a gleam in his eye, wanted to do something different, something cannibalistic that hadn't been done before. So he ended up turning down the contract. Guns N' Roses ended up being Guns N' Roses. But Kevin Ice Cold ended up being the brother Lynch Hung. You know? Yeah. The, the, the universe did what it was supposed and everything was right as rain. It was it's just amazing. like learning the stories. Everything is what it's supposed to be. There's like five major things that has happened in the history of Sacramento that has either hampered our success or turned us into, you know, the worldwide stage. Yeah. You know, the whole X-rated, when that happened, you know, this was before Tupac and the trials and the whoopty whams, you know? This was right when the Two Life crew was on trial, and then it was X-rated. And that just, you know, that woman, Patricia Harris, she's like the queen of this. I had to, I had my a special artist. Oscar Pearson, I had, to, I had to get a drawing of her because she's like, her her sacrifice has created this, you know? It's just like little moments that you realize dictate the future, you know? And it's just fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, Dr. Dre um, <clears throat> coming to town, Triple Threat 3, um, that could have been something too. He was gonna. Uh, what was he gonna sign him with Lonzo? Wasn't he? Because this was before NWA. Right. This is this is world class wrecking crew. The Triple Threat Three: DC Ray, Mike C, and Captain K. Sacramento's first rap group. You know, had created a buzz, and actually Saturn Records from LA signed them. So he went. They went down to LA. And Saturn Records just had known a local DJ that was coming up that although he was doing dance music, he had an ear for the rap game. And so he invited him to the studio, later became Dr. Dre. And this is Sacramento's first rap record, which is on the soundtrack, the history of Sacramento rap soundtrack out now. Okay, all of this is on the soundtrack. And the, and the, when you were putting together the soundtrack to this, um, what did you want to make sure to accomplish? Like, was it hard for you to make sure to, okay, I got to have this song, this group, this artist? I mean, how difficult was it to put together, or or was it easy? Um, 
there are challenges, you know, some, there's challenges, but, you know, a lot of it was Fahrenheit. A lot of it was black market and said it's been a part of this since the beginning. So actually the first single off the soundtrack is Silence the Violence, which was a, the situation was when X-rated, everything happened with that, the city was torn. Okay, half of the city supported him, half of the city did not. So what Black Market did was put together a piece, Singu, with all of Sacramento's buzzing artists at the time. Okay, Miss Marvelous, Homicide, Parlay, DC Ray, Bad Mouth MC. This is the beginning, this is before all that. Okay, so they put together this song. And it was a hills on the radio. It was a big deal back then. Okay, and it actually helped Sacramento heal. Called Silence the Violence by 916 Alliance. So says in Africa doing his thing. That was one of the challenges. I, I hit him up. It's like, I can't do this without putting that on the soundtrack. But he understood. Gave me the licensing. Put it on so that was good. Boom. That was the first single. The second single, rap documentary, is a song that's been in my head for my whole life. Just chaos. Boys just wanted to do a chaos song where the rules of music were bent, even broken. Once you become a master, you want to break the rules. So I wanted a song where the rules were broken. It's pure comedy rap. So, there's one new song on the soundtrack called Rap Documentary. The video is out now. I hope it's funny to use because it's funny to me. It's, it, it's the slangs. Let's give them a, let's give them a, a Silence the Violence, 916 Silence the Violence. Uh, kind of, you, well, you already did kind of intro this, but uh, break it down. Who's all on this track and who produced it? Okay, the production was a group effort. I went into that, but I couldn't get all that. It was murky. But Homicide, rest in peace, one of Sacramento's first MCs, like the first album. He's on it. Parlay, who was a fact. Uh, Marvelous. This was when Marvelous was a teenager. Okay? We're talking about when she was buzzing. You know... You watch this documentary, you're going to learn all about Miss Marvelous because when I was coming up, she was one of my inspirations from my favorite group, okay? So you're going to learn about that. But she's on it. D.C. Ray, who's Sacramento's first rapper's on it, said actually, doing a little thing, whoopty wham on it. Bad Mouth MC, the uh, a private party, you know, uh, Fahrenheit. M. Sane is known for Sacramento's first Latin rapper. Okay, he's known for that. But Private Party, they was doing it too. They're in it. So check this out. 1991, the city was torn. Black Market Records put out this song to pull the city back together and silence the violence. Absolutely. We'll be right back. First degree to DE. Don't go nowhere. Murder Master. <laughs> I want to work the same. They drove my shoot. I think they shot one of the kids. One of the kids been shot. 
to run another drive-by, just go down. Plus, that just got another great spot filled in the lot. But get the madness stop. No remorse of course for the captain to the devil got killed. The blow is still without a pinch of guilt. Cause living in the hood means that we're no exception. And it's right before a local make the record. But I can't believe we're really gonna let so many lives go the way we shouldn't be or in the first place. Oh, these just leave you dumb fuck. They stormed out a real man will give it up. Recognize gang, silence, and violence, and put the weapon down. Well, the video, um, 
No one had a copy. I went to said didn't have a copy. And with the whole movie, you know, when we praise the Fahrenheit slangs, it's about purpose. So the movie had to have a purpose. So I wanted to get, I asked DC Ray to shoot me some knowledge to at, for the end. I needed to end it, right? So no one had it. So he wasn't comfortable. He gave me, he gave me all of it. He did a great job. He's a part of this. I couldn't have done this without DC Ray. I needed DC Ray to end this. So I ended up searching for years, Scotty B, for years for the woman who made that video. And like right when I was finishing editing, I finally get an email back from her. Turns out she's living out in the farms. And I was like, are you Jackie Moore, the Jackie Moore? I ended up driving out to the farms. I've been out there probably four or five times, animal horses. And and she's the one who did Sacktown Raps and created it. And she's the one who made the video. So ended up getting that oh, the only copy on this earth of that video. I got it. Got it in the movie. And, that was a and ended up. Yeah, and ended up DC Ray ending the movie with some knowledge, just like I had it originally wanted. But I got 1991 DC Ray. So it was just like the universe wanted this to happen. The universe wanted this story to be told, you know? Yeah, and, and you know what I'm saying? You're the only one that could do it because, uh, you know what I'm saying, your passion... I mean, you 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 can hear it, in just you breaking it down. You got so much love for the Sacramento music scene, um, and that's that's how uh, uh, preservation is done. It takes somebody yeah. like yourself, okay, um, E. C. Illa in Chicago. Uh, he used to bring everybody together up there. He used to uh, uh, make sure everybody's tapes were sold, and, and people would come and do in stores. And I mean, it's about bringing the people together. You know, you're one of those dudes that has the ability to do that, man. That's uh, a very rare thing. Dog Bone and Scotty P, how would this have even happened without y'all? Man, thank you. That's a huge honor even uh, hearing that, man, you know? Yeah, that's part two of the movie. They're going to have to wait for that, but they're going to learn today. They gonna learn today, you know. They know you are famous, and you got all the news people wondering what you bring into the mix. That's what I love about what you've built, and I'm so jelly. But they they know you from Murder Master. But when they watch, when they get a hold of this Sacktown, the history of Sacramento rap, well, they can get the book now and get learned it. But part two of the movies going to be all about that too this couldn't happen with y'all without y'all just energetic people who are preservationalists like you're saying i love that title it's gonna be my new title i wanted to say a few things one i'm excited you know i'm excited to be on the murder masters my favorite my number one i ain't i'm i'm ain't social but a few times i'm coming out the cave you're always my first call there was a couple of people, some more people about this doc. 
that I wanted to shout out. One, he didn't want to be known that he helped me a lot. But Emo, who you know, helped a lot on this documentary, okay? Brother he, I want to give a shout out to him because this couldn't have happened. Okay, and some more people who um, money B took on this. I appreciate that. Bueno, one of Sacramento's classes, and Mike C, who was part of the Triple Threat Three, one of Sacramento's Hey, uh, uh D brother.
create a cool path moving forward. That was part of this, too, just the energy and the purpose. You know, I had to learn a lot of editing, a lot of Adobe Premiere, but it was worth it, you know. You really invested uh, a huge chunk of your life into this, man. I mean, that's what makes it so special because, you know, when people put that much work into something um, to to help showcase others as well, it's... uh, it's doing the, the the whole scene a great service. You know what I'm saying? So you solidified your spot in the history of Sacramento, and when someone 50 years from now makes another version of this, they're going to include a whole section about first degree, the DE. Let's <laughs> believe that. Absolutely. Well, the good thing about history is that it's never ending. So you're right. Yeah. You know, I'm going to put out DE stuff a little bit, but not really, man. You know, the single I put out is rare. I just put it out to remind you who the boss at that. And just because I had it in my head. But like you're saying, man, I'm putting my energy in this. I'm going to just do 10 years at a time. You know, 10 years at a time. So the next one is like 91 to 2000. I know that's nine. I can count it. So it's going to be like that era. But this one, you can't, you got to, folks, the Murder Master family. It's on Amazon Prime. You got to see this one first. If you got Amazon Prime, it's free now for use. Okay, and the DVD is out for us old schoolers. I like to hold something in your hand. Yeah. Yeah, physical, because there's nothing like a physical copy. You hear that, man, uh, uh, folks? you got to order the physical copy as well. You know, the, the digital's convenient, but like you said, man, it's not like holding it in your hand. Um, yeah. so, so volume two, uh, you know, um, when, when is the, uh, volume two dropping? Whew. Well, I'm going to get started on that to 2021. I'm gonna get, I mean, it's already about 35% built, actually, because the, the whole book has, has been read. Okay? It's an audio book on Amazon, actually. You could buy it, be reading it. Okay? But, so I just took that, and I'm building from that. So I've already got everyone who's in part one is in part two. Ice-T, um, Yuck. And they're giving me good stories about when Sacramento was at its peak. But you can't understand Sacramento's peak unless you understand the very beginning. And the documentary talks about the beginning of rap itself, you know, and how it came along here in Sac. And people are going to, it's you know, it's funny. It's entertainment. You know? Yeah. It's preservation. Very, very entertaining. And very well shot too. The editing is uh, very well on point. What about like um, Netflix? Is you gonna uh, see about getting it on there? Because I think this is something that would go good on Netflix. Yeah, I appreciate you reminding me about that because I forgot about that. One of the reasons this documentary was made, two inspirations I had. Okay, once you knew about the book, I was blessed to come on the Murder Master and read a part of that book to the murder master family okay but 
what took it to a documentary, there were two things. One was Bueno making American cream. I'm like, I know you. Well, I didn't know him yet, but I you know, knew of him for 20 years through Crucial. And I'm like, you making a real movie? And so that was like a big deal to me, watching him make that movie. So that was one. And then the Netflix. What's the name of the Whipty one? Why am I drawing a blank? Probably because I'm angry. Hip hop evolution. Uh, Hip hop revolution. I ooh, I loved it. I was drawn in, watching the Curtis blow. And the, oh man, I was drawn into Hip Hop Revolution. They did New York, then they did Boom, and they did you know New York, and, and then they came out did L.A. That was cool. Boom, and then they did the bang that was popping, and then they headed to Houston or some shit. They skipped right over Sacramento, didn't have folks nothing. So I ended up, I that offended me. So I ended up trying to contact Netflix maybe twenty five times with my anger. Okay, different avenues through all the social medias. Hey, the Whippy Whams and the, uh, the Insta chat. Any way I could. No response. I even said there's a manual that I wrote myself that will tell you parts of this count. No response. I even hit up the little MC that does the Whippy Wham and the no response. So that energy uh. ended up getting me pissed and riled up. Then I was like, Michael, why are you begging these corporates and these suits to tell your story? So I I had to look in the mirror. Why are you begging these suits to tell your story? Yeah. Okay. So and then you mentioned the how nice the shots look. Okay. I had to had a moment. I had to say, Michael, your cameras ain't good enough. <laughs> what you your equipment? You, you had to get full director mode there, huh? What'd you say? I said you had to get in full director mode. Mm-hmm. And I had to be honest with myself, so I fired myself as a cameraman and hired the best man who gave me the best shots. So that's when I made that call to Emo. So those shots you're talking about—that's Emo's shots. He's a natural. Yeah, okay. I got, I edited, got uh, visuals. What'd you say? I said emo's got them visuals. Yeah, and it's just something you got or you don't, you know. So that's the shots on him. Got in director mode, like you said, and just wanted the best thing possible. So some things that maybe first degree the DE would have done, I had to do differently on this. You know, like the DE, I do stuff like just myself, and I'm just like, here, public, you can think what you want, I don't care. But this was different, so I had to, like, invest in advertising and get on the news. It was on the news three times out here. Got on the news. Yeah, got the story Get the public uh, in your community behind you, you know. Yeah. And then for advertising. I could have done the Instagrams and the face to chats, 
But I was like, I want these people here in Sacramento first to know this story. So I ended up getting bus ads for three months. You know, all the bus, well, not all of them, but a good percentage of buses in SAC had an ad on it just so, you know, and I that was a lot. That was a pretty penny. But I just want people to know this story, man. You know? Yeah. Bigger than me, bigger than Fahrenheit, it's about maximizing who we can be by learning who we were. And that's huge, um, you know what I'm saying, for the city of Sacramento. That's one of the spots I always want to see win because I know how much talent is there. You know, um, I know how much uh, history is there, how many albums are there. Your catalog alone consists probably of dozens of releases. And then you go with the yeah, Chibo, you know. So, yeah, definitely uh, people got to check this out and support it, History of Sacramento. And get the DVD as well, you know, stream it, but also get the DVD. Uh, DE, before we go to this uh, next song, Rap Documentary, I want to bring on my brother uh, from France. I know he's got a few questions for you. Um, yes. Send you there, brother. Yes, yes, sir. Hi, Scott. Hi, uh, Larry. First degree. How you doing, uh, Sid? You remember me? I remember you. Yeah, remember us. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> can, can you tell us about your your song, From the Night, on your first album, Southbound? It was the first mm. one <laughs> Southbound came out during a time when no one really knew about SAC, and we were just determined to let them know who we were, you know. So I was signed with Def Trap Records. We were at this really fancy-smancy studio called uh, Paradise Studios, and I was young. And it was just, you know, accumulation of a lot of things I made over the years. Started, you know, when I was maybe 12. Just called it Southbound for South Sack. We were just on a mission to let them know who we are. Years later, it sounds crazy because everybody knows who we are. But back then, you know, it was like a mission. Southbound is part of that history. And also, can you tell us about his song Unforgiven on your album's Big Bad Bat? It's a dope classic, too. Yeah. That was one of my favorites, too. That was a single. Um, I'm trying to. Oh. Yeah, that was a good song. Big Black Bat. Um, part of my times in my 20s, experimenting with new things. I wanted a cover that people would remember. I got a friend in Louisville named Buckshot. It was part of the whole Juggalo scene. And he's like my marketing man, he's like the master of marketing. I was like, Buckshot, I need a cover that people gonna remember. 
So when I'm on the Murder Master Music Show in 2020, I get calls from Sin from France asking about this cover. He told me, <laughs> do it. You call it the Big Black Bat and have a picture of yourself upside down. And I said, why? He said, that's how I see you. And I just blindly trusted him. And here we are talking about it. But that's one of my favorite albums. I appreciate you asking about that. Unforgiven. All that. Yeah, the cover was insane, for sure. And one, one of my five songs of you was uh, uh, this song. Uh, <clears throat> uh, it, was, it was a dope song. Uh, <clears throat> an old of all time, yes. From Brother, what song? Oh, uh, To Be Someone. To Be Someone. Oh. Dope, dope song. Worldwide. Worldwide meaning. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. You know, a lot of people point fingers. A lot of people yeah. pointing fingers about who's at fault, who's responsible. Okay, <clears throat> so I guess to be someone is instead of pointing that finger, point that thumb at yourself. Let's get this going. You know, I'm obese. I can't blame Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I'm broke. I can't blame George Bush. You know, folks got to get up. Like me, up, man, I'm trying to do different things. Trying to do different things. You know, I do teaching. Trying to be a filmmaker. Trying to be a musician. And I've actually just finished loan officer school okay, because I want to be able to give people mortgages. You know, I want to do, I want to just help people come up, you know. So I'm actually doing that, just trying to do different things and challenge myself, you know. How, how's story, the going, D.E.? Not to cut you off, it's, but I mean, with this COVID and everything, yeah, you're doing everything digital. from home. So, I still go to school, but uh-huh. it's on the computer. There's pluses and minuses. Okay, the plus is it takes away the worst part of the job, which is classroom management, because now I could just press the mute button. Okay, that's the good thing. But the bad thing is, you know, collaborative learning, you know, and social and being able to correct them on the spot and see what they're doing and you know, so it's it's pluses and minuses to the digital teaching world. Yeah, crazy time, yeah. man. Since we yeah. last ever, talked. Ever, even the COVID want to be someone, fairly. It's crazy shit. <laughs> Damn it. Sick shit. Um, can you tell us also about one of the first Saxon groups, Sacramento rap group, in 1987 was Street Talk Crew with Brother Lynch, was that was Ice Cold and Six, Strobe Light and X-Ray. Okay. Okay. Now, I invite you to watch this movie, okay, because that's what a lot of people think. 
first rap group, they say Lynch, da-da-da-da. But the first rap, the first rapper from Sacramento was D.C. Ray. And the first rap group was the Triple Threat Three, which was D.C. Ray, Mike C., and Captain K. Okay? And they used to do shows with DJ Daryl Dennis, who we mentioned before. Okay, they would do shows, and at their biggest show with Run DMC that I mentioned, uh, a 13-year-old, I think he was, I said 13 in the movie, but I think he was a little younger than that. But I, I said, 13, I think it was about 13, 12, 12, 13. A 13-year-old Kevin Mann was in the front row. Okay, so when I met Lynch, he used to always talk about this show. Right, this Run DMC show that he went to, and you know, and I and it was interesting because when I did my research and went back and was creating this book and this documentary, I learned the impact of that show. That was the show that inspired Lynch to be Lynch before he was Lynch, but also where Russell Simmons offered the Triple Threat feedback contract. All that was going on at the same time. And one more thing about that that I learned. Backstage, oh, I don't remember his name, and I'm just too feeling it right now, but the guy who was backstage with Russell Simmons ended up being Mayweather's publicist. Okay, and then another guy who was backstage with them was Mariah Carey's road manager for like years, decades. So in that one moment, it was just all these people who ended up just being so much more. And that was fascinating, learning those little moments, those little nuggets of time. You know, it not only affected us to hear fact, but all the people who appreciate what we just did. Yeah. History, history. For sure. Um, Sin, thank you for the uh, dope questions, brother. Um, yeah. yeah. In. Um, always appreciate you. Yeah, be safe over yeah, there, man. The that, that COVID knows no boundaries, yeah. man. That shit's everywhere. Um, DE, I want to tell you to be safe too, brother. Uh, also, I want to give you the floor before we get out of here, man. Anything you want to say um, and promote websites? You know the, the the routine. It's all yours, fam. Let me start off by saying some of the highlights of my career is being on this show. It makes me. I'm pacing. I'm drinking. I don't never drink, but I'm drinking. I'm buzzing, feeling good. That's what the murder master does to me. Okay, I want you to know that. Thank you, brother. Fahrenheit Records has decided the world needs to know the history of Sacramento rap story. Okay, the book we talked about that, but now it's a documentary movie because folks is visual learners. Folks is visual learners. So go on Amazon. Watch the movie on Amazon, or you could buy the DVD. But it's funny, it's historical, and it's important. 
that you know the history. This is your history. The soundtrack. The history of Sacramento rap soundtrack. You can hear Brother Lynch before he was Brother Lynch. That's what I'm trying to tell you right now. You can hear Six before he was Six. They give marvelous homicide, Beastie Ray. You can hear the first Sacramento rap record ever made called Motion. And you hear early Fahrenheit music. That's the soundtrack. Now, we hadn't mentioned we also got the score. Yeah, score is all the background music you hear on a, when you're watching a movie. The, store, the score is out now, too. The main artists who put together the background music, who else? The great funk beta. Okay, so the score got the funk beta music. OJ, first of all, P.E. Eats, all the background music. That's out. The audio book, me reading the book, out. Murder Master, get in on that. You can listen to it in your car and do the things you do. Now, I really appreciate Scotty B. You mentioned in Fahrenheit Radio. Fahrenheit Radio was born on the Murder Master Music Show. Without the Murder Master Music Show, there would be no Fahrenheit Radio. It's back. 24-7, Fahrenheit Schlang Schlapp, Superior Schlapp, and now shows. We're going to do sports shows. I'm hopping on there weekly. Just to connect with Jews. Scotty B, thank you for having me on, man. Thank you for preserving us. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for documenting our history. Thank you, man. Um, it's been a pleasure knowing you all these years, be able to cover your music, and to watch you uh, achieve all these different goals. Uh, and I encourage everybody to support what you're doing. Uh, but before we go, though, we got we got to give them this uh, rap documentary 2020. This is off the soundtrack uh, to the history of Sacramento. Yeah. Tell us about this one, brother. Since I was young, I wanted to make a song that sounded like chaos. I'm one of those people. I'm Dennis Rodman's. I'm the Ron Artest. The ones who like to go on the road and cause chaos and watch people react. Okay, the Joker. I am the Joker. Okay, so I've always had this song, but I just didn't have the skill. I always wanted to follow the rules. I always wanted to do things how they were supposed to be done and structured. But I finally decided to break the rules of music. Okay, both lyrically and on this beat. I had professionally Mr. Master by Q made the beat out here in Sacramento, doing a lot, a lot of big things. And I made the video myself, filmed it myself. It is the song of chaos. Give me 
judging her, got your pants. He's a splendid to brace your vile. After a while, I'm a dial. I make these rap to make a smile. But I'm too Now you in denial. You in my file. You're quite the pile. That's a pile. When I back this stupid hip hop, I'm convinced with the tactics. Be slapped. Word is top rated. I know, I made it. Got the crew, where's your glue? More makeup than one want you. More makeup than one want you. More makeup than one want you. Got to do, where's your clue? More makeup than one want you. More makeup than one want you. We more makeup than one want you. Got that fitness, so I drop it. Catastrophic, that's a profit. I made this clap to remind you who the boss of that. A fundamental mid-range jumper. Get out the box, bring in your thumper. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.